everybody. We hey. are back woo, woo. on Mayhaps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well today we have an exciting episode <laughs> coming at you. It's coming at you hard. It's coming at you strong. It's coming we at you after a, a long lineup. time overdue um yeah we apologize for any inconvenience we really do we have caused to our viewers we've gotten a whole lot of um Um, not hate mail what's a nice word for hate mail um a lot of concern from our viewers yeah concern mail yeah Um, we've gotten a lot of concern mail a lot of concerned comments about our mayhaps about um, our podcast because we didn't we completely understand. We want to be faithful to our viewers and make sure that we're producing the content that you guys are asking for. And so here we are. Yeah, here and we are. I think we it's have a, a star-studded weeks. lineup of oh, conversation topics. We so. do indeed. We figured since we missed last week due to uh, some uh, unforeseen well, circumstances, we, <laughs> aka we, uh, me accidentally <laughs> deleting the last episode <laughs> before I could publish it. Yeah, um, we say it's the virus. The virus it has was got us messed coronavirus. up. Coronavirus, yeah, definitely corona. It ad- affected but, us a lot. Um, anyways, yeah. So, um, but before that was spring break, and so right. we want to just recap a little. So, Cass, tell us about your spring break. So my spring break was fantastic. I did so many things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. Worked the first day in South Carolina, and then I took a train through the night. First time I'd ever been on a train, and I caught it at 2 in the morning and met my family down in Florida Mm because they were there for a volleyball tournament. And we just spent so much time doing so many things. We went to, obviously, volleyball games. We ate at Hard Rock Cafe. We went to Universal Studios, like the park place, you Mm -hmm. know, and like Islands of Adventure. That was super, super fun. We saw alligators in the wild. We went on a fan boat and, like, fanned around and... Here's an alligator out in the crocodile. Yeah. You know, it's it crazy. Out in the crocodile. <laughs> wow. This is an adventure. Uh, yeah, we, I don't know. We just had a lot of adventures. I got to see my aunt and uncle because we stayed with them and I hadn't seen them in a couple of years. Hung out with them, watched some documentaries. We ate at Dunkin' Donuts a lot. Mm-hmm. Every went day, to, didn't you? Yeah, every single day we would stop at Dunkin'. We always had a dozen donuts in the car. No matter, sometimes we stopped up to three times a day. You guys, three times a day. Let me tell you, America, this is how you vacation. Okay. Yeah. Best dietary decision we have ever made is <laughs> stop at Dunkin' Donuts three times a day. Oh wow, doggy, so good. Oh, anyways, <clears throat> uh, so then we went to back up the coast because we were going to go spend some time in the mountains which we got to do on the way up we stopped in atlanta we went to the place where my parents got married and i got to see that church i got to see the house where my two older sisters were born Mm -hmm. i got to see some of the stores my parents used to own because they used to own pet stores down in atlanta so that was super cool just a lot of history family history there uh then we went up up the coast Mm -hmm. but also a little little west and we went to a cave with a waterfall. That's the waterfall fun. splashed down, splashed misty waterfall water Ooh. on me. I was like, ooh, waterfall wow. water magic. Not magic. Not magic. Bad. Um, but yeah, that was super natural. cool. Natural. Right. All right. natural, as the people say. Uh, as the people say. As you say. Yeah, people, America. America. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then, oh, we went to... Dollywood. We didn't go to Dollywood. We went to right outside oh, of Dollywood. Wow. I've like, always saw wanted that. to go to Dollywood. Have you really? So, okay, tell me a little bit about Dollywood, because in my mind, it's always... So, I thought it was a park about Dolly Parton. 
I thought it was. Isn't it? Well, I don't know. Well, okay, so I we didn't actually go in it. But we I were thought in... all the rides were, like, about her. Like, you oh. were on, like, a Ferris wheel, and each cart was, like, her head. I you mean, would sit in it. I would not be surprised. It's called Dollywood. It's wow. in, like, a I very so touristy town. Yeah, we should go. We should okay. go. My parents really want to go, so if you want to go with them, I want to they go. would be like, come. Come now. Okay. Yeah. That's we fair. didn't have time to, like, go in or anything. We just drove around Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Very tourist town. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you guys, they had three roller coasters in this town. But they were roller coasters on the side of the highway, like, just outside Pigeon Forge. Just, like, hillbilly coasters. And you self-operated them. You were in this tiny little cart. And you pushed to go forward and you mm-hmm. pulled to stop and then literally you drove yourself down the mountain on the roller coaster tracks so ratchet so hillbilly highway road but roller so coasters fun. so fun i thought it was gonna fly off i was so 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 scared but it was it worked out i'm so alive today the only seatbelt they had was like a regular seatbelt like a car seatbelt i said this is not gonna protect me but we went on it their motto there was um ride the hill feel the thrill and that's wow. what we did. We we felt That's a it. good life motto. Yeah. But, yeah, that's spring break in a nutshell. I'm just going on and on. Sorry, I need to ask you, how did your spring break go? Um, mine was not quite as eventful. So I worked, and I worked from about 8.30 a.m. till 8.30 at night Dang. every day. That's some um, hours, dude. But it was so fun, because I love my job. I love my coworkers. I love performing i love dancing i love rehearsing so everything about it was just fun i got to literally work out all day every day and get paid for it so that's fantastic i loved it i would not have changed it either it was a great time and i got paid so you got like some new co-workers too right you got a lot of new cast yeah we got a lot of new cast members to our show um which was really fun to get to know them and knowing that I was going to spend, like, the next six months with them was really cool right. to, I guess, just to have my mindset, like, wow, these are people I'm going to see every day. Yeah. Which was interesting, because I haven't had that in the past, but mm-hmm. this year's like, wow, okay, let's actually, like, legitimately become really great friends. So it was really cool to get to know them um, and spend all that time with them. Yeah. But, <clears throat> unfortunately... <laughs> That all changed the next week when I found out I would not have a job anymore for the next few months. Um, Hopefully, at some point, maybe, mayhaps, again, in the future we'll have a job. Um, But as of right now, we do not because of this little thing called the coronavirus. The coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Something we wanted to talk to you guys about was basically how corona has affected us. Yeah, we won't touch on it a ton because yeah. that's all that anyone talks about. Yeah. But it is important um and it is affecting our world right now, so we will it's irrelevant touch topic. on it. Yeah. Um so with us, I know for myself corona has cost me my job and it has turned our school online. Yeah. Which it has to I think almost all of the schools in our and the most United schools States, are. most schools. There are a yeah. few that aren't, but they most likely will end up becoming yeah. online. Um, and like with my family, our nieces, my nieces and nephew, their school, they're in elementary school, and that just got closed down um, till the fall. And so now they're all out of school and at home and yeah. going to be homeschooling. So it's a wild time because now everyone's quarantined in their houses. Yeah. In the next few months, probably. It's crazy. We've been self-quarantining, like, a little bit. I mean, we're not, like, afraid to t- 
touch the ground outside, mm-hmm. but we're like definitely being more careful being and stuff. Careful, of course. Yeah. Corona has definitely had a huge impact on my life. Mm-hmm. It, like you said, turned school upside down and kind of mm-hmm. in the span of like a couple of days, we had to, well, Dara and I didn't because we were commuters, but like a lot of our friends had to come pack home from, up. or come back to yeah, school from spring home. break, pack up and turn around and leave again, like go mm-hmm. back home, not to see their friends for like seven weeks because of all these shutdowns and like mm-hmm. we're not allowed to travel very much. Mm-hmm. So that was really hard, just kind of so sudden. Like, I wouldn't have believed that anything could happen that quickly, and, like, all Mm -hmm. that's happened has happened, could happen that quickly, but here we are. It did. So I had, like, summer plans. I was going to go to Israel this summer. That Mm -hmm. got canceled. I was going to go to Kansas City for a competition for an actus club that I'm in. That got canceled. All our SFL events got canceled. Mm -hmm. Our church turned online, mm-hmm. so that's super weird. I'm on the worship team, so I still go there on Sundays just to do the live stream thing, but we're, like, playing to an empty sanctuary, yeah. so it feels really, really weird. I don't know. It's, like, you can't feed off the congregation uh-huh. and, like, sing with them. You're just, like, singing. singing. Yeah. Which we're singing to God, obviously. Like, we play for an audience of one. It just feels, it feels different. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of weird changes. My family... Like, my sister's a school teacher, so she just found out she's off school for the rest of the year. So she doesn't get to see her kids or say goodbye or anything, mm-hmm. and she's just, like, done and just doing online. So that's been really, like, hard for her, and just so many changes. Yeah. All, even just all the little things. You know? Yeah. And it's it's such an interesting thing because it's not only happening in our community, yeah. it's happening in the world. So it's yeah. not even as if oh, okay, I lost my job. Well, I can go to a different state to go get this same job somewhere else or something like that. Like, there's nowhere in the world that's that's not taking precautions against this and that things aren't shutting down. Like, this is a global phenomenon that's going on. Yeah. And so there are a lot of negatives. I know, like, just the fact that it's a virus and it's making tons of people ill and some people are dying from it is a very big negative. Um... But there are also some positives to it. And I think in this time of crisis, it's really important that we look at the positives. Like yeah. the fact that even though everything's been kind of turned upside down, we still have so much peace from Jesus. Yeah. Peace that's unexplainable, um, except the fact that it comes from the Lord. Yeah. I know for me, when I found out that my job was going to be gone, it was definitely really disappointing. But then it's just so hard to put into words how we as Christians can just be so content and be overwhelmed with peace even when everything around us is going crazy. Yeah. And yet that happened. And that's such an awesome opportunity to proclaim God's goodness and the peace that there is within God to non-Christians. And everyone in the world right now desires peace. They, They seek that. They they want that peace and we have the opportunity to tell them where peace comes from right now yeah so we have a really great opportunity to evangelize to the world right now yeah definitely I think this could be a real awakening for the church a real revival and a a time of opportunity for the church if we see it as that and Mm -hmm. we don't follow the crowd in becoming afraid and instead of just 
joining everyone in the darkness and cowering in our houses mm-hmm. and being like, oh my goodness, what's going to happen? What's gonna... Like, just embrace that peace that passes all under or surpasses mm-hmm. all understanding and embrace what God is doing because God is sovereign and he is allowing mm-hmm. this to happen for a reason. Yeah. But his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways. So if we trust in him mm-hmm. and we don't question him, we say, God, this is happening. Mm-hmm. We recognize that it's happening and we're going to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. This could be a really, really good time for the church because yeah. people are, are really looking for that. Like you mm-hmm. said, they're looking for peace. They're looking for somewhere to turn. And if we have somewhere for them to turn, like that is such a great mm-hmm. witness. That's what we're supposed to be. That's why we're here on earth, you yeah. know, to yeah. evangelize, to go into the world, make disciples. So, And I think this is such a humbling time, humbling time for the church, especially because yeah. this goes to show that we have no control over our lives. Yeah. We all, everyone in the world had plans that have gotten canceled. Yeah. And this truly shows how mighty and awesome God is. Yeah. And so as a church, I think we really need to embrace the humbling heart posture and yeah. I think we need to just come to God with prayer. It talks about this in Second Chronicles. Um it discusses God sending pestilence upon the land, mm-hmm. which is a pandemic, which is what we have right now. And God says, if my people humble their hearts and turn towards me, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but that he will be listening to us and that he will have his eyes open and his ears attentive to our prayers. Like he wants us to turn to him. He wants our hearts and he desires to give us life and to heal us from this. But we have to understand that we have to humble our hearts and turn towards him. Like this is a wake up call for us. So we as a church really need to do that we need to humble our hearts and we need to fall on our knees and pray to god because he is in control of this completely like that he has this in his hands and so if we want to see revival like there's so much potential for revival especially in the church we were talking about this earlier how cool it is that though churches are getting canceled they're now being turned into homes which is where the church started as and so i i think it's actually really exciting the opportunities that we have to help make church more intentional and more about community and just worshiping God with just ourselves, not with a fancy building that's all modern and things like that. It's, it's just pure worshiping God, praising him, seeking him, glorifying him and communing with people to do that. And I think that's really awesome. Definitely. So we as Christians and we as the church need to humble ourselves, know that God's plan, this is God's plan and that, he allowed this to happen and we need to pray just pray and pray and pray yeah and speak up be bold about this speak the truth to non-christians and to christians and tell them about god's grace that's waiting for them yeah i think it really comes down to like a choice you know Mm -hmm. we can either choose to not be poured into during this time and not pour Mm -hmm. into others during this time and like our churches are only on facebook live for the most part so we can sit there and watch our screens on sundays and Mm -hmm. that's all we do or we can use this time to really try to make connections with other believers and we do like we're doing a facetime bible study right now that our Mm friends started which is literally incredible i absolutely love that we get to do that because that's what 
people should be doing it mm-hmm. across the country, like being intentional yeah. with growing their faith. And now we have the time to do it, yeah. which it sounds so, so, so bad that that came out a little wrong. Like we always should have time to grow mm-hmm. our faith and that should be the first priority. We're supposed to seek first the kingdom this of is a God. Wake up like, oh but, yeah. Okay. This is first yeah, priority. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because we, especially in American culture, we are in an incredibly fast paced mm-hmm. culture. That's where we accomplish people. so much. Yeah. We're always staying busy whether it's with work or entertainment Mm -hmm. or whatever we're doing americans don't like to just kind of just sit yeah Yeah. just like go on a walk for Mm -hmm. a whole day or like we don't do that kind of stuff and especially with modern technology and all the distractions we have Mm -hmm. like we're always being overstimulated Mm -hmm. constantly and i think this is a really good wake-up call like you said for Christians and mm-hmm. for everyone but for Christians especially mm-hmm. to like put the screens away put the distractions away stop thinking that work is more important than God's plans for your life and a relationship yeah. with the heavenly father and just go spend time with him mm-hmm. because that's what we should have been doing all along that's what we're here for that's what we're here for yeah so i think scripture says that the man plans his ways, but the Lord directs his steps. And that's something that I know we've both been dwelling on lately mm-hmm. is because we had so many plans and we like every inch of our schedule was planned out. And mm-hmm. now it's just poof, just gone in a vapor, you know, it's gone. And we have absolutely no control over it. So what is God trying to tell us through this? Because he's always teaching. He's mm-hmm. always pouring into us. He's always reaching out to us through the Holy Spirit. So I think that this is definitely supposed to be a time of growth, as yeah. always, but just, uh, he's kind of shaking us, like, wake up, yeah. turn to me, what are you doing? Uh-huh. You need to just sit at my bedside, or <laughs> sit, sit, at at your, bedside. <laughs> sit at your bedside, like, get down on your knees and pray. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, don't be fearful, don't ever be fearful about this. Fear God, because God is awesome and powerful, but don't be fearful of corona yeah um, be careful of course we are called to be prepared so definitely prepare yourself and be wise about it and think of others too um but don't be afraid yeah and remember to pray for people spiritually don't yeah. just i mean obviously pray that corona is not going to spread and that mm-hmm. people will be healed and god will heal our land but remember who our fight is against because scripture says we just memorized ephesians 6 which mm-hmm. says that um, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against mm-hmm. dark powers, against basically spiritual evil. Yeah. And we should remember that we need to be praying against that and praying mm-hmm. for the Lord's presence just to be felt throughout the land, for his angels to fill every home and mm-hmm. just for um, a spiritual change in addition to the physical because we're mm-hmm. spirit beings first and yep. this is a spirit realm like we're living in and interacting with so remember to pray remember who the fight is against yeah Yeah. always but (sighs) that was a lot but exciting times definitely crazy but exciting times a lot of different feelings a lot of of different feelings those times (laughs) a lot of people have had negative feelings um recently about this and so we wanted to lighten things up a little bit and talk about our favorite feelings in the world. Um, so let's go back and forth. Cass, what is oh, one? Oh, favorite? you go first. You okay, go first. I'll I gotta first. think. I gotta think. Um. Okay. Well, this is like. It may sound like a basic answer, but it's also one of the most important answers. I would say, is quality time in the Word. 
Yeah. Um, we've talked about this before, but one of the best feelings is when you're having your quiet time and you're reading the Bible and you, God is just clearly speaking to you and yeah. teaching you and pouring into you. Um, I think that is just one of the absolute best feelings in the world. No, absolutely. Can I do a ditto on that one? <laughs> that would definitely I be one of my... I saw that coming. I saw that coming. That would be one of my top five feelings. I, when we were talking about this the other day, <laughs> we were talking about that, and oh. I was like, I would love I would love to just sit there and like uh-huh. experience that exact feeling forever. Yeah. I mean, what could be better than I feel like literally interacting in heaven, with God? We'll get to feel that. Yeah, but just that's like why we're magnified a million times because we're with God more than uh, infinite times. Infinite you know, times. now we see yeah, dimly, we then we'll imagine. see clearly. We're not going to be able to. We Whoa. can't even comprehend. Yeah, it's going to be so amazing. But that's but yeah, exciting. that feeling where you're just like sitting at God's feet and you're just sitting there and dwelling in Him, and you're just you can't comprehend how awesome mm-hmm. and how magnificent and how just and all also powerful the fact He is. But that He is so awesome, and yet He like pours into us individually in little moments like yeah that. like yeah. A, that is a big god yeah that loves us i was i'm reading this book or i haven't actually read it in a while <laughs> but i'm supposed to be reading it. i'm in the middle of it it's a slow it's a slow going classic, classic. anyways um it's called crazy love by francis chan it's kind mm-hmm. of popular in mm-hmm. christian circles and so far it's been pretty good and it had this one analogy that said like People try to fit God into, they try to comprehend God. You know, they try to Mm -hmm. understand what, they try to completely comprehend him as if he's a comprehensible being. Mm -hmm. And he compared it to like taking the ocean and trying to fit it in a soda can. Yeah. If you could fit the ocean in a soda can, it wouldn't be the ocean. And I was like, that is such a good analogy Mm -hmm. for that. Because that's what we experience. That's what we have to wrestle with on the daily is... Like, not comprehending God, but we get to have a little bit of him, mm-hmm. which is incredible. But, yeah, definitely. Definitely a good feeling. Good feeling. Amazing feeling. Um, Another good feeling is when you laugh so much that you can't breathe. Mm, and your abs hurt, like, or super, super bad. Or you pee pants. <laughs> that happens sometimes. Does it? Um, another story, another time. Um, definitely, but definitely has <laughs> happened to, to both of us. <laughs> Yikes. It's a really great feeling. Not, okay, the first part is. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the next, the next, what? Um, yeah, next one, next one. Um, Hugs. Hugs. I Getting love hugs. Getting a hug is such a good feeling. Especially from hugs. huggable people. You know how yeah. some people are just extra huggable? You're just like, ah, I come just here, old buddy. It's like a kid. Like, when you see, like, my little nieces, I just love giving them hugs because yeah. I love them so much. Ooh, another feeling. Another one? Can yeah, I, go yeah. for it. Go for it. Um, kids. kids. Like, kids. laughing with kids or, like, holding a baby, holding a baby. in your arms. Making oh a little goodness. baby laugh or a kid oh laugh my goodness. is the cutest thing. Literally one of the best feelings in the universe children are a blessing from the lord Mm -hmm. scripture states it they really are um something a little off of that's not like near that at all but (laughs) um another feeling that i love is dancing Mm. i don't always love the feeling of dancing especially if it's like competition dancing because you're so focused and it has to be perfect and it's stressful and it's exhausting 
But when I learn new choreography for dance, it uh-huh. is one of the most fun and best feelings in the world. Nice. Do you yeah. feel that way about, like, volleyball? Yeah, I was about to say, I haven't experienced that so much with dance. <laughs> with the last time I uh, took dance was <laughs> was seven. Seven. I say it was pretty good. Yeah. Tap jazz ballet, and yeah. uh, I did a little tip tap with my, my little tip shoes, mm-hmm. tap shoes. Mm-hmm. Tip shoes. <laughs> my tip shoes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think... One of the best feelings, I haven't, oh man, I really, I miss it so much just thinking about it now. I'm like, ah, I want to get out there on a competitive team. But um, getting either a spike Mm -hmm. in volleyball, like just a slam, straight slam down, Mm -hmm. or what I was more, I more did when I played volleyball competitively was blocking. I was a middle blocker. And when you get a good block on someone and they like slam it as hard as they can and you get your hands up there and mm-hmm. you slam it on the ground and like it hurts your hands but you're like yeah and then your team all goes in the middle and y'all are like screaming for joy mm-hmm. and you're just like so 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 pumped oh my goodness one of the best feelings in the universe no not gonna <sighs> lie never experienced that uh, you should experience one <laughs> volleyball day. is not my forte <laughs> um but that's okay that's okay actually we used to kind of go back and forth with that when <laughs> We were kids, and still now, um, we had this deal, Cass and I, where we would train each other um, in our respective sports. Yeah. So (laughs) when I was younger, I did gymnastics. So my goal was to teach Cass how to do cartwheels Mm. and to be her gymnastics coach. I think you do a good job. Thank you. Thank you. Um, And Cass's goal was to teach me volleyball, and she was my volleyball coach. Yeah. So I'd say, Dara, do you feel that I have trained you up in the weights? Well, Yes. (laughs) you know i would say so but i think everyone else in the world would disagree (laughs) as i am an awful volleyball player but we haven't really had a training session for a long time yeah we never so we always talked about doing this Mm -hmm. exchange and like weekly lessons or something did we ever do this no no we would do it like once but we talked about it a lot we did talk about it and you you have gotten a lot better at volleyball you have also gotten a lot better at cartwheels oh my goodness so Thank I think you. we're improving. Yes, we are improving. I remember when we were like 15, mm-hmm. we went on a kayak trip and it got rained out. So we played volleyball instead. Yeah. And people would serve the ball to you and you would hold your hands in like clenched volleyball position. <laughs> totally the wrong hands, but still holding them. And you would dodge the volleyball. <laughs> It would come I to you, and you would jump out of the way. by it. So... And it was coming so light, so you know soft. What? Now I don't dodge. I don't dodge. No, now you do not. That was going to be my next point. Yeah. You jump for it, but I, I don't think, dodge no, it. No, you do. You definitely Thank do. You've you. gotten a lot more aggressive in volleyball. Wow. You jump at it and... <laughs> <laughs> jump at it. <laughs> Too aggressive. No, but you, you go for it, well, and you actually get bumps up and stuff. Like I it, do it's remember really that, that day when we were playing volleyball, and that was one of my favorite days in my life probably and I remember your dad was trying to get me on the soccer team but he wanted to see how I did on the soccer field so we played a soccer game and he said I needed to be more aggressive and I had no idea how to play soccer I had no (laughs) skill in soccer but I knew I needed to be aggressive so I went out there and I shoved people so hard oh yeah oh man did I shove (laughs) and after you joined the team you still I still shoved (laughs) I definitely got a headbutt from you before Oh, wow, good time, good time. Did I have the skills in soccer and volleyball? No. Did I know how to push people over? Yes, I did. Yeah, you did. Because taekwondo, Dara did taekwondo for years. I did taekwondo. Um, We didn't really push people over in that, but... But the aggression. The the aggression aggression was still stands, yeah. The willingness to damage Mm -hmm. other people. Yeah. Yeah. 
Of course. But yeah, you definitely improved. I say I've improved. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would definitely say you've improved. Thank you. Your cartwheels look really good. You always say your cartwheels (laughs) look bad, but they don't. They look good. Well, they're a little sideways. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, if you guys have seen The Office when Creed does his cartwheel, I'm better than that. She is definitely better than that. I'm better than that. I think there you should always be able to improve. You know. Yeah. Thank you. So stay low. Yeah. Stay low. I remember one time. We, it was after a Bible camp day mm-hmm. or something, and we were doing handstands uh-huh. and stretching in uh-huh. the youth room, <laughs> and I tried to do a handstand against the wall, and you were like, okay, guys, I'm going to push you against the wall, you do a handstand, <laughs> and for some reason, instead of having my hands flat, like you would, I guess, <laughs> I tried to balance <laughs> on the tips of my fingers. Whoa. Y'all, America, listen to this, I do not have that strong of fingers, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I was just, in the moment, the adrenaline uh-huh. was pumping, I guess. Adrenaline. I said, I'm about to do a handstand against uh-huh. the wall. Here we go. Tried to balance all the tips of my fingers. Collapsed immediately. Okay. <laughs> Never tried again. It's a again. learning process. It's Ooh. a learning process. It is definitely a learning process. I I learned. I haven't tried again, but I learned. We'll that. try again, though. Yeah. We yeah. have so much time now. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, we do. Well, so we say. It's um, not homework. But going back to the feelings, we definitely got a little off topic there. Going back to the feelings, Cass and I actually came up with a really new, interesting, sensational feeling. Oh, yes, we did. Uh-huh. Um, about a week ago, we were laying out in the sun, and just for your info, America, it's been really cold in Virginia in the past yeah. few months, because it is winter, of yes, course. No. Um, I guess so it was to be expected. it was cold, <laughs> but we had a nice sunny day. It was like 80 degrees out. It was, it was so Yeah, nice. it was very hot, actually. Yeah. Um, But it was just a gorgeous day, so we said, let's go get some vitamin D, let's go lay out in the sun. Yeah. And so we did, we went and laid out, and that sun was beating very hard. Very hard, and scorching. It got to the point where you're just laying there and you're just sweating. Like, you're just filled with sweat and you can feel the sun beating into your skin. <laughs> Yikes, but why were we out there? It felt good, except I still had another thing I needed to get done. Yeah, so the thing about the sun shining so brightly is you can see intricate details on people's intricate. faces. Also cannot see so, anything. Yeah, it's it's kind of an odd, like, conundrum yeah. we had there. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I looked over at Dara's face. I said, Dara... Your eyebrows need to be plucked. So the thing <laughs> need about to pluck me is these. I don't like to pluck my eyebrows ever, <laughs> so I just don't ever because it's very painful. Um, now, you guys out there might not understand this, but it's just something that girls have to do. They got to keep their eyebrows plucked. Yeah. And it is a sacrifice, right? It's it is very painful. Wow. It makes me cry every single okay, time. Okay, it's not that painful. It's, it's really painful. not. It's really not um, that bad. But anyways, I said, okay, Cass, you can go ahead and pluck my eyebrows for me. Yeah, so... So we decided in the sun would be the best. And man, I have got to tell you, that is the newest sensation. Yeah. Laying on the sun, be, like, just being filled with sweat. And <laughs> just so incredibly hot. Wow, your eyebrows are in so much pain and getting plucked every second. It's I would productive. Say go for it. It's productive. You it's fun. You get a tan and, and vitamin weight. D. You get a tan and get vitamin D. Yeah. So it's a really great sensation, actually. Yeah. It's really healthy for you, probably. You get to practice your eyebrow skills on oh. plucking your friend's eyebrows. Yes. And yes. then your friend gets a sensation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so good. I know a lot of people like to try different sensations. Yeah. Um, this is the next one to try. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So if you're looking for like a new challenge or something, 
this do the is eyebrow it. pluck in the eyebrow scorching pluck sun, in yeah. the scorching sun. For you pluckers out there, I would give a word of warning. Bring sunglasses or something for shade because I could not see. Mm-hmm. The glare was so strong and I was so squinting so hard. So Dara's Just... eyebrow, if you see her and it's a little <laughs> choppy looking, has some holes in it. <laughs> Oh, by the way, I, I just did one eyebrow. Oh, yeah. She only you did one side, but we I think little, it turned out well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah? You think? Yeah, I'm looking at it yeah. now. It's it's pretty all right. Pretty nice. Yeah. Pretty nice. But it's I still haven't business. done the other one. You're very trusting. So eh, only have one. Who needs it? No yeah. one's going to see your face in the sun. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm quarantined at home now, so yeah. don't really have people to see other than my family. Do my family can see me at my grossest moments. Exactly. Who cares? So, so can the so can the world. The world can yeah. also. The world is at its grossest moment right now. We can be at ours. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Just kidding. Bad philosophy, <laughs> America. Uh, we're actually trying to do things to like improve ourselves and stuff. So we yeah. were thinking about like what kind of sports and hobbies can we take up? Do you have anything we that you have would want? More free time now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, why not try a new hobby? I know a lot of people have been taking up painting and taking up art mm-hmm. in this time, which is incredible. And they've been coming up with some really great stuff. I have not done that yet. Um, I would not <laughs> say I'm necessarily the artist, but maybe, mayhaps. Um, mayhaps. Yeah. What's some? What's a sport or a hobby that you'd like to take up in this time? Well, I've always wanted to get <laughs> good at swimming. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know how well I can. Where are you going to go swimming at? Exactly, yeah. So, that might not be pertinent for right now. Also, gymnastics. Just better at my cartwheels. You know, Mm -hmm. we discussed that. I won't discuss that anymore, but just know, America, that that's something that I will be good at before I'm 90, hopefully, probably. But something that I've actually tried to do a little bit more or been planning to do a little bit more. I mean, we've only been quarantined for a couple of days and we still have lots lots going on, but... um. With this free time that we will have, I want to practice my already slightly developed skills. So I mm-hmm. want to practice guitar a lot more because I've always been very inconsistent in my practicing. And you guitar players out there know that if you do not practice, your calluses go away. And it is so painful to practice guitar. It feels like someone's stabbing a knife into your fingertips. Wow. And it is not fun to practice guitar. So I want to... You know, practice, build those calluses, mm-hmm. learn some more chords and chord progressions and all that, and try to get better at guitar. Because right now I'm super bad at it. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't play in public right now, because I'm just bad at guitar. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not bad. It's mm-hmm. like I just haven't ever really. You just need the calluses. Yeah, back. I just, I haven't learned it well yet. Gotcha. I've just only dabbled a little bit. So I want to practice guitar and I want to practice piano. Mm-hmm. polish up some songs and stuff because i haven't actually polished a song in years it's mm-hmm. been so long so yeah and journaling oh my goodness i love to journal and i have gotten way behind in yeah. my journaling because too busy mm-hmm. goes back to the thing stop being so busy america calm down take time calm to down, journal america come on ah, so i haven't actually gotten around to journaling yet i feel like i haven't calmed down but I will, and I will catch up on journaling. And those are my hobbies. There we go. Those yeah. are nice hobbies. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, sports. I want to practice soccer again. Yeah. I haven't practiced soccer in a long time. want to get my juggling back. Yeah. Yeah. I got plans in my head. I got big plans. Yeah. And I even want to practice volleyball. All yeah. my volleyball season got canceled, and my coaching season got canceled. So mm-hmm. I'm out of volleyball. I need to get out there and practice that. Yeah. So maybe I'll teach you some. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. That could be my sport, is getting better. Getting better. Volleyball. Yeah. Do you have any sports, like other sports, you want to think about taking up? 
or practicing re sports. refurbishing well, I'm those skills. Well, dance a lot. Um, right. So keep that up. I mean, volleyball is a skill I'd like to get better at, but just for fun, not, you know, you know. Yeah, you're maybe. not, like, going to go to the Olympics or something, but... Well, I mean, maybe. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, for fun. <laughs> I have big plans, okay. of course, in this I am time. so sorry for the suggesting Olympics otherwise. The Olympics did just get moved to next year, so I have a little bit more did time Did it really? To... Oh, I hadn't even heard that yeah, yet. Yeah, they did, Goodness, so I, I have a little bit up. more time to get on the team now, so maybe that's what I'll take up. Yeah, um, volleyball. Also, scuba diving. I would like to scuba dive yeah, in Yeah, so time. I'll go swimming, you go scuba diving. Let me know if you find a, a beach that See, is here at our house. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm thinking is... I don't think, I, I'm not sure of this, America, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get sick in the ocean. I think they said, I think they agreed. They agreed. Did you agree? Right? Ma- yeah, they, yeah. Because right, I'll just Thanks for that affirmation. the tank beforehand. Yeah? And that's The it. tank of the that's ocean. That's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think scuba diving would be a great idea. I think all my friends should come scuba diving, too. I know we would have to stay... A little bit apart from each other. Yeah. Um, but you're not going to breathe on each other in the ocean. You're yeah, and you tank. definitely don't touch the same water in the ocean and get each other's oils on each other <laughs> and spread diseases. Um, anyways, That's not possible. I'll just hang with the fish. Yeah. Something else that I'd like to do is read more. I want to spend more time yes. reading. There are a lot of books that I want to read, and I just get bogged down with school and with other things. And in my mind... Though I I should put reading as more of a priority, to me it's more of a pleasure type thing. And yeah. so I always put it behind other things. Yeah. But I really should make reading more of a priority because you learn a lot through reading. Yeah. Um, well, depending on what you read. Yeah. As long as you're not just reading, like, trash novels and stuff. Yeah, but, of course. So I want to yeah. spend more time reading because I have a huge book. Uh, not a huge book, a huge list <laughs> of, like, 20 different <laughs> books that I want to read. And now's yeah. the perfect time. Yeah, definitely. I'm not going to have this opportunity again, so why not use this time now? Well, you should make this opportunity again. You're right. You're Remember? Right. I will always have this opportunity This is our wake-up call. Well, no, okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, reading something I want to do. Yeah. Along those lines, I have a list of things I want to research. Just mm, gain yeah. knowledge, you yeah, know? Knowledge, knowledge is power, right? Yep. But there's definitely scripture so verses about want to gain gaining knowledge. knowledge. No, I want to gain knowledge because we're supposed to be educated. We're supposed to be intelligent, and we're supposed to know truth. We're supposed to seek mm-hmm. out truth. We're not supposed to be ignorant. Yeah. So yeah, I want. I have like a list of like different. Most of them are like theological topics, but some of them are other things, and mm-hmm. I want to get more knowledgeable on just a, a variety of topics and yeah. spend my time. Like developing my mental capacity instead of just like <laughs> your binging, <mental> capacity. <laughs> <laughs> binging Netflix or something. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't well, know. I had a hand motion with that. Okay, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> viewers, did you see? You saw viewers. They saw America sees. Yeah. Anyways, so hmm. we're staying pretty content, I think, with yeah. all this that's been going on. Well, contentment is crucial as Christians. Yeah. It's very important work and commanded to be content yeah and that includes time of crisis and time of trials this is one of the biggest opportunities to grow our faith and to grow our contentment and yeah so wood wood for contentment <laughs> <laughs> wood wood for contentment i think of that verse that says i have learned to be content under yeah any circumstance or in circumstances. all circumstances yeah, yeah yeah and it says like whether i'm how does it go? 
whether I'm in, like in plenty or don't have anything uh-huh. or I'm being persecuted or I'm not. And it mm-hmm. says like, no matter what, whether you're having a great, great life on the surface of things or whether things are kind of down or things super suck, you know, just be content because mm-hmm. we should have that contentment contentment in Christ because we are committed to rejoice like we talked about I know Mm -hmm. we've talked about that previously just rejoicing in the Lord we're commanded to do it Mm -hmm. so rejoice people be content know that God has a plan for you and we were born for such a time as this with this I think with the whole social distancing it's really important to not only be content, but to pour into community. Because a lot of people are going to just let go of that idea. But yeah. as Christians, we are called to have community. And I I don't think it would be honoring to the Lord to just let go of that. I think yeah. we really need to press in and make sure that we keep these communities and keep these relationships and still invest in them. We just have to be creative on how we can do that. Yeah. I think you have to be um, wise in the way you go to go about it, too. Like, you can't stay super connected with every single person in the yeah. world, obviously. You have to let the Spirit guide you and tell you, pour into this person. Mm-hmm. Like, really stay attached to that one. I want to teach you things through them. Or, mm-hmm. like, that one, you can let go for a little while. I've got them covered. Like, they're in a different community. They're going to mm-hmm. flourish and be fine in that. But, yeah, I would definitely agree. I mean, iron sharpens iron, and... Scripture says not to forsake the assembly of believers, so we definitely should be trying to meet with other Christians, whether mm-hmm. virtually or in person, and just developing those relationships. Mm-hmm. Very important. Very, very important. Yeah. It's definitely a tricky time for that, um, but it's not impossible. We were reading over Ephesians 6 today, and we were discussing the fact that Paul was able to keep a relationship with all of these different areas and these different peoples and how he was it wasn't just him writing letters to them but he was also making sure that they were updated on his life Mm -hmm. so he wasn't just telling them what to do and seeing how they were doing he was telling them how he was also doing so it was definitely communication that came between them and there was a relationship there and so if Paul can do that if thousands upon thousands of years ago Paul can keep a relationship with all of these different churches and before there was a mail system before there were phones or texting before there were planes we didn't even have yeah they didn't have anything they just had letters didn't even have USPS able to keep those relationships then we can definitely keep these relationships with all the technology that we have so and we should yeah we we have no excuse you have no excuse to let go of a friendship that God is calling you to continue to have yeah definitely. And a lot of, for college kids especially, I know for us it was really hard having to say goodbye to so many people. Mm -hmm. I definitely cried, and we won't ask if you cried or not, (laughs) but it was was not the most fun time. And we, um, yeah, we just had to kind of wrestle with that and learn how to keep those relationships strong even though people are far away. So I know I've, like, texted more people and like done phone calls and mm-hmm. skype calls and things yeah i've just like got gotten better at texting people yeah because i don't really i'm not a big texter if you've ever texted me and didn't text back 
don't be hurt. Um, I'm just really bad at texting. It's okay, guys. She doesn't even text me back. Yeah, I just don't like to be on my phone a lot, and I so like phone calls are fine for me because it seems more intentional. But texting, unless I'm really bored, then. I just don't like to look at my phone that much. Um, so I generally am really bad at texting mm-hmm. people back. But now could be but a good time because you're really bored yeah, all the time. Yeah, I'm really bored all the time. <laughs> Hit her also, up, America. <laughs> I am like, well, I'm not going to see any of these people in person, so I'm much more intentional right now about texting people back. So if yeah. you do text me now, now, like if you ever want to text me, now's the time. Yeah. Because in the future, I probably will. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. Dara. <laughs> this is the wake-up call. <laughs> yeah, oh I, I do need to get better at texting people back. I'm so sorry, America. Yeah. So sorry for my texting habits. But if you call me, I will almost always call back. So. Yeah. But community. community. Community is important. So pour into your community and glorify God in it. Don't just waste time with your friend just talking mm-hmm. about nonsense all the time. Like... Do your hobbies and your sports and read your Bible and get into all that. Mm-hmm. But don't just stay isolated, you know? Yeah, definitely stay in communication. Yeah, scripture says a man who isolates himself rages against all wise judgment. Mm-hmm. So stay in communion. Yep. That's good. But one thing I think that we were kind of talking about, <laughs> this will be our final topic for tonight, mayhap, mm-hmm. so... You hold on, hold on hold there. Strong. Hold to strong. Hold strong. This communication. Ooh, this friendship. Yeah. Friendship <laughs> with America. Um, anyways, we were talking about how with Corona, like we mentioned earlier, you can't escape it. It's a global pandemic. Global pandemic. You know, some places in the earth aren't touched by it, obviously, but like all of the uh, first world countries and all that, you know, we're yeah. all up in arms about it. So we were saying what would be a good way to avoid it? Oh, nothing. Well, how about going to the moon or going to another planet? Going to Mars. Yeah. So we wanted to talk a little bit about space travel. Mm-hmm. And Dara, if you had the opportunity to go colonize a planet, would you take it? And would you take it if you knew you would never come back to Earth? I would not take it. I would not. Either way. Either way, yeah. Either way? I love earth (laughs) (laughs) to an extent um i all my family and friends are here and god placed me here and space is a little scary to me like i am the type of person i love the ocean i love the mountains i will explore this earth anywhere um and go a lot of different places and i would explore the depths of the ocean did you know we've only explored eight percent of the ocean yep fun little fact about us um, and about the ocean, <laughs> but I just have never had an interest to go to space ever. Um, so just crazy. Even if, okay, if, I, if God approved it either way, if he said, Dara, you can stay here at home uh-huh. and you will be 100% in my uh-huh. will, or you can go to space and be 100% in my will. Yeah. And you get to come back eventually. It's just, I mean, God would have to say, Dara, you're going to space because. You wouldn't go to it is scary to me honestly to go in like a little space shuttle and i've heard of so many stories of people like of course there are so many success stories but there are also so many movies about people that get stuck oh, out yes. there movies just know imagine what's just imagine being out there and being in your whole space suit out in space floating around and your tube little tubey thing connected to the space <laughs> gets cut off and you just go floating forever uh, floating best out. way to die 
ever. No. That's you'd starve to death in a few days, and you'd get to literally live in the stars. You would be so scared out of your mind, because you would hey, be Hey, peace so that panicked. passes all understanding, okay? No. We got nothing to lose. We're gonna, you know, to live is Christ, to die is game. You to die is game! You would be floating <laughs> off into space. That sounds miserable, and you'd slowly starve to death. Or you just take off your space somewhere. As soon as you know you're about to starve to death, you just, you know what, I'm not going through the sufferings. Take off the helmet. Just let it quick I know, but I'm the type of person that I always think there's hope. (laughs) No, they're coming back for me. I know that the closest people are 900 billion trillion (laughs) gazillion light years away. And no one knows I'm here, but it will happen. (laughs) See, I just, it's just (sighs) scary to me. Maybe I'm also a little scared of heights. Oh my goodness, that that would be an incredible feeling, just like dangling out in space. Have you ever been ziplining or like 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 bungee jumping? No, I've never been bungee jumping or zip. I would definitely go ziplining though. But so I went ziplining a few years ago, like in West Virginia, and there was this one zipline, and it was super super long. I forget it was like a thousand feet longer. I don't remember, but it was like longer than some giant bridge. Those are so long and it took you like minutes to get across Mm -hmm. and it took you over this huge ravine Mm -hmm. and you were literally like out there dangling with like hundreds of feet below you or Mm -hmm. however many feet. I don't know. And it was crazy, crazy well, awesome. Well, see, heights don't always scare me. Like, roller coasters and things like that, they don't scare me. Because you're strapped in. At all. But even, like, when we were in Europe, we went to this high ropes course. Uh-huh. And it was at this really sketchy place. And you were up probably 50 to 100 feet up. I don't know. I remember. I was, like, 12. So. <laughs> but you are strapped in. You have these two straps. One is hooked on and one is the one you're supposed to move to each one. So you're always technically supposed to be hooked on. But it's Mm -hmm. such a sketchy place that there were so many times where I was just up there on, like, the, you know, six-inch platform that I had to stand on, (laughs) and I was unhooked on both my straps. Oh, my goodness. So if I, like, let go, I would have fallen. Oh, my goodness. Like, I was never scared at all. But... That is So I don't think heights always scare me, but I think there's just something about being out in space, and you're there for so long, I feel like I wouldn't come back. And I would like to come back. Man. Okay, you asked me the question. Ask me the question. So, Cass, Cassandra Hansen, if you had the opportunity to go colonize a different planet, would you do it? Yes! Would you do it even if it meant you could never come back to Earth? Probably, if it were 100% the Lord's will, either way, granted. So, what, so, right now, let's say you had the opportunity right now, but that meant saying goodbye to all your family and friends forever, okay, until well, you go to heaven. Who's going with me? That's... You and all these other random space nerds that want to go. <laughs> Are they cool space nerds? <laughs> Are they lame space nerds? Will I make friends with them? You make friends with them, but they're nerds in space. Could I communicate with my family back here? You could probably like once every six months over a walkie-talkie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, walkie-talkies in America, they work from space to Earth. Honestly, okay, this is going to be a little out of it, but... I've always kind of wanted to be a space nerd. Like, all the kids that went to, like, space camp. But you don't want to go to space. I know, but they just sound cool. But they're like, (laughs) I know all this about space, and I know nothing about space. Anyways, continue on. That was a little side bit. Yes, I So I'm not hating on space nerds. It would just be so cool. I don't know if I would go at this stage in my life, right now, this second, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would go knowing that I could never come back. That would be. But you would think about it. 
you'd think about going even if you knew yeah it wouldn't just be like to colonize another planet be the first human ever to set foot on another planet and you build an establishment there and years from now people are living there on that planet that you built up a civilization on are you kidding me an opportunity of a lifetime to say the least that would be so incredible I don't know if I would do it just because my life Our here people would become is so, so more segregated then. Incredible. People are living on different planets. Eh, we'd have ways to get there and get back. We don't know the technology of our colonization. But that would be super cool. I don't know if I would do it because I don't want to be separated from my family and my friends yeah. and all the great things that I have here and the work that's set out for me. But... I definitely would do it if I knew I could come back. I mean, Whoa. no. I You wouldn't do that if you... No, oh, my wouldn't. goodness. No shot. I don't understand how that's even a question. I've never... I would go to, to space. space. That would be so cool. Oh, my goodness. Imagine you could tell people, they'll be like, yeah, I went to Disney World. And you'd be like, yeah, I went to outer space, colonized a planet, came back. See, I feel no like biggie. I might do it literally just to be able to say it. I'm that type of person. Um, like, but no. No shot. There was you. Have you seen that Brian Regan video? Do you guys know Brian Brian Regan America? Yeah, they no, know. They don't. Oh. They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Regan is a comedian. He's pretty clean and pretty. He might say a cuss word here or there, but he's overall like a really funny and mm-hmm. not really much junk in his stuff. Anyways, he um he did this one little blurb of how people are always like bragging. <laughs> about their stories and stuff and he's like you know that one guy at the party who like always wants to talk about himself and what he's done he's like i wish that i could go to the moon just so that i could be like well i've been to the moon and like just mm-hmm. tell people that one of them. yeah and always be that guy you guys should look that up it's really funny i don't remember how to say it in a funny way but brian regan does so he would go to the moon i would go to the moon if brian regan would go to the moon with me whew, that would be a fun time <laughs> be so funny <laughs> uh, but I would definitely go I'd go to a planet I'd go to the moon I'd go anywhere in outer space that would be an adventure of a lifetime quite literally the adventure of a thousand lifetimes that would be so incredibly awesome man yeah if you want to buy me a space package they actually have pretty soon yeah, they're developing they technology I think they might have it now which is super crazy expensive yeah. where they take you just outside the atmosphere so you can kind of look down on earth and then you can, like, go back down. I think they have the technology, if I'm not mistaken. They just, it's just, like, incredibly expensive. Millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, I think. Either they, they have it or they're do. about to have it. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely would take it. Colonize another planet. Get a, get, get away from this corona nonsense. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm taking you with me. So mm-hmm. you better watch out. We'll see about that. I'm pretty fast and pretty sneaky. Oh. I'll oh. get ya. You're gonna sneak me on. I'll get you on that spaceship. Oh my god, Dar, just come in this car with me. We're gonna drive. drive <laughs> Why does this car road? have a rocket ship <laughs> attached to it? No reason, no reason. <laughs> I'd probably just be like, okay, I'm going to take a nap in the car. Yeah, you probably would. The next moment we're in outer space and you just dropped a suit onto me. Yeah, and then we're floating away because I accidentally forgot to tether <laughs> yeah. us to the ship. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Classic. And that's how Cassandra ends. prank on me ever. <laughs> <laughs> See, we were going to end with 
skydiving. When Dara and I are 123, we plan to skydive. Yeah. And then we're going to die. Not We're not going to, like, splat or anything. We're going to no. die on the way down. Midway yeah. down to the ground. And then we just, oh, we'll die. gently pass away while we're floating down in the air. Because that's the best way to die is yeah. midair. <laughs> Has anyone else done that? I don't know. Don't think so. But Probably not. We hopefully will. But better way to die, mid-space. Mm, so I'll get you that treat. I'll get I you disagree. that treat. We'll do that. But that's for another day. Another day, that's another, for another time, time. Another conversation with Mayhaps. Another Mayhaps. Um, but, America, stay strong, stay humble, stay in prayer. Yes. Seek God and... If you get the opportunity to go to space, take it. Take it, America. Don't take it. Well, we'll see you next time. You ready? Mayhaps.